Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of Kramer Basketball and founder of Coach and the Coach's Edge podcast. Today in this episode, I want to share something that one of our coaches on Twitter asked me about. And in fact, we're, we're batching some podcasts. If you've listened to other people that do a bunch of podcasts, um, a lot of times they'll do numerous episodes, record them at one time, and then they'll send them out. So this is an unplanned episode that I'm more than happy to do uh, because we're doing three more episodes that will come out later this summer. But on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, I posted that last night I was working with a girls basketball program in South Carolina, really good basketball program, Marion Girls Basketball. And as our warm up, we did what I call balloon ball handling. And uh, so put that on Twitter, a little cool picture of, you know, the girls keeping the balloon up in the air while they're dribbling the basketball. And coach in Michigan, cool thing about Twitter and podcasting and all that stuff, just people from all over the place able to connect, right? So coach Phillips, Mona Shores, Lady Sailors, varsity basketball coach, uh, says, hey, you know, more details on balloon ball handling. And uh, I was going to reply a bunch of stuff that and variations that we do. And I was like, you know what, let's just make it a podcast because then the people listening in the future are still going to be able to see it. They're certainly not going to find it on my Twitter feed. So this is uh, dedicated to Coach Phillips on balloon ball handling. I can get much more detailed doing this. Uh, on audio anyway, but good connection with Lady Sailor Hoops. We've run a couple basketball camps there over the years. Uh, Coach Phillips taking advantage of some of the things inside the the Coach's Edge membership. So um, just a really good basketball program in uh, in West Michigan as well. So as we dig into balloon ball handling, let me share this. My daughter calls this the keepy-uppy game, all right? Anytime we get a balloon in the house, it's like the floor is lava for that balloon. We have to keep that balloon up in the air. You've probably played this with your kids or yourself or who knows what, right? So we've taken that concept and just applied it to basketball. Now we'll do this, like I said, last night we were doing it with a varsity basketball team that, you know, shoot, I mean, they got runner up for the state title in two years ago, 2020. Like this is a high level uh, girls basketball program. We'll do it with youth basketball program. We ran a youth basketball program all spring and winter, and we did it with our first, second, third graders there. Now we changed up some of the details and requirements while we're doing it, which is what I'm telling you about in this episode, a couple of those details. So Coach Phillips and all of our other listeners, a couple of things to keep in mind. You get the balloon. Everybody gets a basketball. You can do this individually. I think it's more fun if you get a partner. So if you had a basketball, and I had a basketball and we had one balloon between us. We're partners. And the most basic version is you got to keep dribbling the basketball and you have to keep popping the balloon up in the air. And it's funny as you do this, you know, we, you talk a lot with players about, you know, having active feet and a good wide base. But as soon as you put that balloon up in the air, they naturally get in that position because it's so much easier to have balance and change direction. And, you know, when you pop a balloon up, you know, if you hit it right, sometimes that thing goes left, right? You you think you hit it really hard and it's going to go really high up in the air and it doesn't, right? And it sinks really quick. And so the balloon is unpredictable. And so it's a good way for us to, you know, reinforce to our kids, hey, we're playing wide, good wide base. 
right? We're, we're able to change direction as we're trying to pop that balloon up in the air with our partner. Just keep hit, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Now, as players get a little better, a little older, and we start to add some variations to it, right? One that I really like to do is every time you tap the balloon, after you do that, you got to make a dribble move, right? So if the ball's in my right hand, I pop the balloon up with my left hand. And as soon as I do that, boom, I got a hard between the legs dribble. Now the ball's in my left hand. All right, next time it's hit the balloon, hit it with my right hand. As soon as I hit it with my left hand, boom, crossover dribble to my right hand. So we're working on the change of direction moves while we're popping the balloon up, keep, keeping our chin up, good wide base, right? And again, that balloon is moving around, right? And, and maybe your partner hits it too hard or too soft. So you gotta go chase, chase and go get it and pop it up. So that's a fun variation. Uh, another one that we do is, hey, it's all weak hand. You can only dribble the ball with your weak hand and you gotta pop the balloon up with, with your dominant hand. Um, what we did last night was a variation of that, but we added a racing component to it. So we had, I think, 10 girls and they all had a basketball. And so there were five balloons between the 10 of them. And we did two different racing variations, right? So everybody's on the baseline and we had them play the keepy uppy game. If you're asking my daughter, all the way to half court and back to the baseline that they started at, okay? And the first one was you're dribbling the entire time with your weak hand and it's forward and backward. So if one person is on the baseline facing half court, the other person is out on the court, their back is to the sideline and their chest is facing the baseline. So they're facing one another. And as they're dribbling the basketball and they're popping the balloon up and they're trying to work their way with that balloon all the way to half court, one is dribbling the ball backwards the other one is dribbling the ball forward and you're trying to pop that thing all the way to half court. You can actually see this really well. If you go to my, my personal Twitter page, which is uh, Steve 21 Kramer, you can see a picture of the girls. They're facing each other. One is moving backwards. The other is, is moving forward for the most part. That balloon's going to go anywhere. You got to change direction, but that's all working on. We can dribble while you're doing that. So we, we did that race, go to half court. We come back. Then we did another one where we're working on that slide dribble or that shuffle dribble, whatever you might call it. So the girls are now facing one another again, right? But they got one shoulder facing the baseline. They got the other shoulder facing the half court line. And again, we wanted to emphasize weekend development in our workout. So it was all left-hand dribble and they're popping the balloon up with their, their right hand for most of them. And they're shuffling laterally while they're hitting the balloon back and forth going all the way to the half court line and back. And so here's a couple comments I want to make about it. We'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, serving mid-Michigan in the thumb with their big three automotive needs. They have a wide range of products from Chevy, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. And they also have a large selection of pre-owned vehicles with one of the largest selections of trucks in the state. They are sure to fit your needs. Standish and Gladwin are truck country. Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, they are all about service. And I can tell you firsthand from purchasing a couple different vehicles from Richardson Automotive, they are 
all about service. Stop in and see them today. They will get you right. It's a lot of fun, right? Uh, it's surprising some things that we teach from a, you know, a body position standpoint. Kids will get into it naturally when you put them in certain situations, which is really rewarding to see. And you're like, see, hey, you know, we were talking about when we were doing some of our moves, working on, you know, being in a position with your base that it's easy to change direction and have balance. A lot of kids, when they get real narrow in their stance, right, you can go forward, but you, you lose your balance and you, you lose some of the ability to be really multi-directional. And so to get that wider base really allows you to do those things. Kids get in it naturally because they know they got to keep the balloon up and they don't know where that balloon is going to go. So that's a great tool to use as well for all ages. Now, you can do this individually. You can do a partner. You can do a race format like we did, switching hands. We can, whatever you, you like to do. But I think a lot of times, you know, we take a very serious approach to player development and basketball development. And I mean, I, I get it. You know, if, if you if you want to be really good at anything, you have to be willing to put in the work, whether you feel like it or not. Right. That's not just in basketball. That's in life. Um, but at the same time, there's no reason we can't have some fun while we're getting some work in and improving, improving our game. So we did this for like five minutes. You know, we were there for two hours, you know, it was two hour workout program. Five minutes was handling the basketball. It was a lot of laughs, right? Um, girls were surprised at how difficult it was, uh, especially if you get the smaller balloons, you get the big balloons, right? You get kind of more air inside and they seem to float a lot better with, with these girls. We bought like the mini balloons, right? Which I bought on accident actually. And they're, you know, half the size. And so they don't stay up in the air nearly as long. So you really got to work on hitting, hitting, hitting that balloon uh, to keep it up in the air. But the point is there's lots of different ways to improve. There's lots of different ways to get better. And if we can have some fun within certain areas of our workout, not only are they going to enjoy it more, but I also think it's easier for us to be able to bring those kids back and say, Hey, let's really lock in and focus, you know, for this next five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is on a specific subject. So uh, coach Phillips, I hope that answers uh, your, your question. And this is actually really good timing to come out with this short, quick hitter, more so bonus episode, because it leads into what we have going throughout the course of the summer. I know a lot of people are busy. There's a, a lot of time you want to enjoy the nice weather while, you know, whether you're working, whether you got your basketball programs up and running. And so on Tuesdays, moving forward, we're going to have something called Triple T, Two Tip Tuesday, probably a terrible name. That's what we're using for the summer, where we'll have you know, around a 10 minute or less episode. And there's two basketball tips inside of that quick hitter episode. And then we'll have some longer form episodes moving forward with that. We're taking a deep dive into shooting the basketball throughout the course of the summer. So we'll have some longer form around 30 minute episodes on a specific shooting topic with our shooting coach in Northwest Ohio with Kramer basketball, Jaden Nichols. He runs a lot of our um, workouts and helps out at a lot of our camps in Northwest Ohio. And so he is kind of our guest guru speaker uh, along with myself as we hit shooting hard for the course of course of the summer. Um, so that's a little bit of what's to come. I wanted to emphasize one more thing. 
especially as you get into summer basketball, you know, like in South Carolina, we were doing this workout because you know, in South Carolina, they start basketball programs really, really early. They, they get out a lot earlier than many other states, especially in the Midwest where I'm from. And so, I mean, their, their scrimmages and shootouts and all that stuff happens real, real quick, uh, early, early, early. So what I wanted to emphasize was how are you communicating to your kids what you really value during the summer. And I'm talking bigger than basketball, right? So there's three things that come to mind. One, working hard, right? And I know we hear that a million times, but um, it, it's just true. Like you can't expect to get a lot out of anything that you do if you're not putting great effort into it, right? And so we want to emphasize and encourage and really praise kids that are working hard, giving great effort, right? You know, one of my least favorite things in basketball is, is the kid that until they're trying to look cool, they're trying to look cool, which means they're holding back. They're holding back. Forget about looking cool. You know, it looks cool. Giving great effort on a consistent basis, working hard. So one, are we emphasizing that? Right. Not so much the result or whatever it is we're trying to get accomplished. Can we emphasize and praise kids that are really, really working hard? Number two, treat people well. Treat people well. It's always about the people. Always. Right. And so whether you're coming in from a timeout is you're getting your butt kicked during the first scrimmage of June. Are you treating your teammates well? Uh, emphasizing how are you treating the officials, the opponent? Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of showmanship. Let me say in summer basketball, you see this a lot in AAU. And can we cut some of that out, please? Right? There's a difference between having fun and trying to make somebody else look bad and being disrespectful. And I think it just go, simply goes back to treating people well, always treat people well, whether they're your opponent, whether they're your best friend, just treat people well, period. So that's something that we not only want to emphasize, but we want to praise it. We want to encourage that uh, to everybody that, that we have, whether that's a basketball camp, whether that's with your varsity basketball team, what have you. And then the, the third one is, Listen, you know, as a, as a coach, you're listening to this podcast and one of the best ways to learn is listening. And you've probably heard people say there's a big difference between listening and hearing. And I couldn't agree more. We hear a lot of things throughout the course of, of each and every day. There's a lot of things that we are bombarded with positively and negatively throughout the course of the day, but what, but listening is a choice. Listening is a choice. Listening is helping us take something in, process it, learn what is being said. How can we apply it to our lives? How can we improve based on, you know, what a coach is saying to a team, to an individual player, right? You're listening to, to a podcast. There's times where I'm listening to a podcast and like, yeah, I'm hearing it. I'm probably not taking some of this information. In. And there's other times I'll listen to a podcast and be like, no, I'm listening. 
like I am, I am locked in on whatever this person is, is saying, and I'm trying to see how that can apply to my own life. And so I would encourage you to emphasize those three things this summer with your players, whether it's a varsity team or youth basketball program, like we ran a youth basketball program all spring. And I asked three things from our kids. Um, fourth one, obviously we want to have fun. And I have said, Hey, we, we always want to have fun every time we're coming in the gym, but I said, Hey, did you work hard? They would say, yes. I said, did you treat people? Well, yes. Did you listen today? Yes. I said, okay. Then it was a really, really good day for us. Great job today. Right. And that's how we would finish out our, our workout uh, each day. So think about some of those things and really what you're trying to, to emphasize. I promise you, if your kids come in on a consistent basis and they work hard and they treat people well and they listen, you will have a successful summer. You will get better throughout the course of the summer. And that's my hope for you as you finish out the month of May and you get into June, which is a big, big month of basketball. So thank you for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Uh, the Coach's Edge podcast has been really good to us, whether it's been you know, getting sponsors for the podcast. We've had Coach's Edge members jump in because they've listened to the podcast. But like, man, I think these guys know what they're talking about, whether it's myself or one of our Coach's Edge contributors we have on the show. Um, we've had, you know, camps because of it. I mean, camps and clinics are my primary source of, of income. And people literally just listening to the podcast be like, man, we got to bring this guy, this guy in. Uh, it's been really, really cool. So we definitely appreciate you listening. We appreciate your support by listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. And if there's anything that we can do for you uh, throughout the course of, of this summer, please let me know. Uh, we love communicating with coaches. And Coach Phillips, have a great summer of June uh, basketball. And thank you for the question on balloon ball handling. We would not have done this episode without you. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. And as always, get after it today.